joke. Like Jericho's last year. Wow, um, that's egregious too. There's been good matches in there. Not many lately. Wow. Anywho, wow. Anywho, M- buddy. versus MJF was a treasure. I agree, it was a good match. Wrong guy won though. We'll talk later. Yeah, we'll talk later because I'm not sure. I'm still undecided on that front. I don't know how I feel. That's all right. We're gonna get to it together. Welcome to your wrestling support group. Again, to the turnbuckle, presented by Bruiser Nation Productions. Now we're all here. Matt, Danny, McCarthy. Now it's time to talk about it. Good, because we're not muted anymore. Yay! Yeah, I know. Stop it, Travis. And down the, put the damn things in drive. I thought you were still doing that. What happened? I will. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to the show, officially. <laughs> As we have. I know how to so do we my have, job. Of- <laughs> so we have a staff meeting on air. <sighs> Fantastic. We got to talk. So wait, what yeah. happened? So it's Vince's birthday. Well, I'm, I'm being facetious. We're going on to talk okay. about punk. Why did punk we who? hadn't revealed punk it rock? yet? That's why I said Iggy it. Pop. Yeah, punk rock. That's why I said it. We're we're talking Iggy Pop for the next Iggy hour. Pop for an hour. I might be able. Anywho, to pull that off. it finally happened. Hell has officially frozen over in the professional wrestling world. We got to get to it because I got to shut these two up. It's like an episode of the L word in here. Um, anywho. Anywho, uh, look, we love the L word, all right? We love I mean, it. I mean, I do, mean, do I drop mean, an Eva coming I mean, soon. I mean, uh, yeah. do drop an Eva coming real soon. L word, L word. Okay, the L word. Probably like two thousand show. It's about lesbians. It's great. Uh, um, no, and damn it, you missed the whole joke. Anywho, I did. AW Dynamite was not the must see show this week. AEW Rampage was the much you saw this week because hell was frozen over. I didn't think I'd ever say this sentence, but here it comes. CM Punk is officially in AEW. Oh my, it still feels weird to say. I know, right? <laughs> Given McCarthy that you are the, you know, you put the AEW in awesome, and usually this is right for being good and after. But I, I feel I have to be fair here. What are your thoughts on CM Punk's debut? What'd you think of the debut? And just how big is this? And what is the minimum going to be in six months to a year? You have the floor. Let's talk it out together. Uh, so, th- what a moment! Like at first when I watched it, I loved I loved every minute of it, regardless. Every time I watched it, you know, the five minute walk to the ring with the fans not stop chanting, not stop and clap and not stop and cheering and CM Punk hadn't even said a word that speaks volumes of what CM Punk is thought about by the pro wrestling fans and he said it he said it in his promo he's one of us well one of me still I don't know you guys tend to lean a little more sports entertainment than I do but well he's one of me Professional wrestling fan. Uh, I think the Napper's pretty fifty-fifty on us. I certainly lean more sports All right, than that's you fair. do. I, I think too. it's unfair to group Napper in with me. That's uh, fair. I, you know, because you and I are the one that will probably argue to that. Probably. So. Wow. Wow. Where was I? Oh yeah. But like, I thought it was pushing it when Jr. said the Michael Jordan line. I was like, is it was like it was in a huge moment. I was like, damn, JR, that's really going heavy in. But then I watched it again. And then I watched it again. And then I read some articles to people agreeing with Jim Ross. And I'm like, was my first instinct wrong? Did did I pro wrestling myself? 
and say they were hyping this over, over hyping this because it's pro wrestling, not realizing that no, Jr. was one hundred percent correct that that building hasn't shook since he came back with number forty five. Like that's crazy. Ice cream bars is legit. What a dude. That is not cheap. I wish I'd have drove out there and gone to the show so I could get his shirt. Because you can still get the CM Punk shirt that broke Brody's record. But you can't get the I was there part. You can only get the front. So I wish I would have been able to drive out there to that show and pick up one of those I was there shirts. Um, Six months to a year, man. Dude, it's CM Punk. We're glued. Even you. You might not watch all of AEW. There's going to be times, but you know you're going to try to figure out when CM Punk's coming because you like that man. Oh, absolutely. I, and I, I you know how Punk. damn good he is on the microphone. No question about it. And one of the greatest ever. As long as Tony Khan never changes and never wants to write anyone's promos ever, they're all going to be great. It's going to be a sight to see. Mr. Napper. Oh, hi. Uh, thoughts on the debut of CM Punk? Anything you'd like to say to Mr. Uh, McCarthy? You have the floor. I, I feel it's only fair to let you gentlemen have the floor before McCarthy and I probably devolve this into something it shouldn't be. Oh, I just like watching that. That's more fun. Well, I know. But, but you, you know, I, 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 guess I, but I guess I can talk about let, it. Let's let you be the voice of the voiceless. Oh, sorry. He said voice of the voiceless, so I... That would, that would be this. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, point blank. I don't care if you're a WWE fan. I don't care if you're an AEW fan. Holy hell, is this a freaking great time to be a wrestling fan. What a weekend to start it off. But the fact that this basically kicked off probably the best weekend of the year so far in wrestling shows you just what an incredible time it is in wrestling. Um, I was very pleased with it, with the debut. I thought what Jim Cornette even agreed that this was done perfectly. He said point blank. If he booked it, he couldn't have booked it better. They booked it perfect. And that's high praise. That is very yeah, high especially praise. Especially when it comes to him talking about like AEW. Mm-hmm. He's, he's right. not the that's biggest huge. fan of AEW. Oh, far from it. Far from it. <laughs> if you ever listen to him. Yes, for sure. Um, <laughs> I, that sounds funny. I wish I got that reference. It is. It's very funny. You should hear the rest of his name that I can't say. <laughs> no. Yeah, we can't. Say those live on the air. Just tell me later. Uh, especially <laughs> connected to score. But yeah, but uh, Twinkle Toes is his nickname for Kenny Omega. Mm, and then the rest of it is it's profanity-laced <laughs> yeah. terribleness. Well, not it's, profanity pro- it's, pro- it's kind of profane. So it's kind of profane, but it's not profanity. Oh, okay. so terrible then. Yeah. It's terrible. I'll let you know in the break. Yeah, so good. Back to the topic, though. Um, I will say, he when he was walking down the ring... I wish they would have shut up a little bit because they did kind of talk a little bit as he was walking to the ring. And I heard a couple different wrestlers on a couple different podcasts even say that they probably should have let the moment milk a little bit longer before they kind of started talking. um, Excalibur, what he said before the break, I have no problem with that. Like, 
that's normal. They're cutting the break. You got to let them know that they're going to hear from Punk, even though we could probably guess. But kind of talking as he's walking to the ring, I was like, eh. it didn't take away from it, but it's like, just let us hear the crowd, man, because that the pop in general was off the charts. One of the biggest I've heard. Um, I don't know if it's the bit. I know there was a lot of oh, maybe it's the biggest. It, it wasn't the biggest. It was close, but I don't. I, don't, I still don't think it was the biggest pop you could ever hear. I still think there's a couple that maybe beat it, but just listening to the crowd in the beginning chanting before the music even hits, and like we all have been talking about this for how long at this point, and. It's even as soon as that music hit, I went, "Oh my god, this is actually happening." Yeah, I still couldn't I, believe it till I saw it. I was like, "It, it really happened!" Yeah. Holy bleep, this really happened. Until those first few chords of "Call a Personality" hit, you know, I I knew you, you knew it was going to happen, but you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so, until those first few chords, and I say first few chords because that's all you heard. Because as soon as, as soon as it hit. <laughs> Then you heard, I heard nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I just heard the crowd. And uh, I, was, I was like, "Is he even have his theme music like there for a second? I heard, I heard the first few, like I heard the that that three seconds that we all know, and that was it. Uh, and just an incredible, incredible moment. This is going to go down as not one of the greatest moments in AEW history, but one of the greatest moments in professional wrestling history. Period. It's which is crazy to think because I mean, if you. Like, you know, I have a video that I'll put somewhere in this in, the, in our recording. But if you really think about it, we've had Edge, Christian, Paul White at some point is back in a WWE ring. You have Ric Flair who might get back in a WWE we ring. We are in a weird time warp all of a sudden, aren't we? Yeah, like John Cena, Daniel, Bri- yeah, but like yeah. Daniel Bryan coming back after what we thought was never going to happen with the concussions, like. All of that, and this still tops that. I think what a weird time! I think it's because we all got conditioned to the fact that he probably was never coming back. I think yeah. I think that's what it was because he did say that so like, many times. Like, I, I'm not coming back unless you know money, basically money. But it's creative. crazy because I I would have said the same thing about Edge. I like nobody would have ever thought that, that was going to happen, even though you know surgery's a possibility. But well, I think that's because. Edge didn't Edge didn't walk away from us, if that yeah. makes sense. Like yeah. CM Punk no and I'm not even trying to get into all that right now. Yeah. But but CM Punk, for lack of a better term, in this moment, kinda of walked away from us and we and we knew that he was just sitting there and it's like, come back. Speaking and, of, what a cool dude. Like I didn't feel like I needed an apology. But who apologizes on national live television for choosing his health over the fans? Who does that? CM Punk. Well, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great apology. Uh, I thought I did. Too. It was uh, too. I just didn't. Yeah, and I, and I, per, and I personally did appreciate it because you know I have my deep issues with you just walked, dude. And I, and I know that that health is more important. I didn't really appreciate the shots of WWE during it because, and and this is where it could get a little controversial. Yes, the WWE did him wrong. They should have treated him better, and they shouldn't have fired him on his wedding day. Though Vince McMahon did apologize for that and said it was a true error, which I believe because I don't think Vince would apologize for something that wasn't true because why would he care? You know, oh, you don't like that? Tough break. You know, he's the same guy that's defended, you know, what happened with Owen Hart. So I, I do believe it was a genuine error. 
or else I don't think Vince would say it. My only issue with the promo is is this, and it's a great promo, and I know that sports entertainment frustrates and two different things. That reaction doesn't happen on that level without the WWE. And I'm not trying to say that and CM Punk is just as responsible, but it would be the equivalent of, of Hulk Hogan saying, you know, going to another company, getting a, a big pop pre-racism scandal, and being like, well, you know, I made that joint. Like, you know, well, yes and no. Kind of a 50-50 sort of deal. Without the WWE, he doesn't get that reaction. He doesn't sell out a building on just a rumor of him being there. And he deserves most of that credit, but let's not act like you didn't become this household name that gave you the opportunity to go fail at UFC. And again, he deserves, I'm going to call it 70% of that credit. I think 70-30 is pretty fair. He, he because he's a, he's a he's a visionary he's a renegade he's he's a, in many ways a professional wrestling genius but without the platform of the WWE and without Vince giving him that kind of chance to be his own man and blow the kiss and and go away that was the only problem I had with it and that could just be my fanboy bias coming in that's fair but you know let's not act like you weren't there let's not act like there weren't some great moments you were champion for 434 days. It unfortunately ended very sourly, and, 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 he, and he has a right to be pissed off at that. But if he was just coming from Ring of Honor, he doesn't get that pop. Well, no, but he took one shot. That's all he took. He took the shot. He said, I couldn't get better at the place that made me sick. I, that's not a shot. It's I've said it on this show. There's professional wrestling and there's sports entertainment. There's a different thing. Yes, they go together, sports entertainment is from professional wrestling. But Vince McMahon turned it into a billion-dollar corporation by transforming it slightly into sports entertainment from the hardcore pro wrestling. So uh, at the end of the day, he's not wrong. He left professional wrestling to go do sports entertainment. Well, it's not that, he, it's not that he's wrong. It's the way he means it. Because he means that as a dig at WWE. And if anyone wants to tell me otherwise, I think you're lying. If he if he had, if he had yes in in theory in truth it's correct but it's like you know it's it's how do I want to put this because it's a delicate topic I'm not even going to go there because I can't say it without sounding worse than it actually is uh, sometimes I have that smart uh, but it's it is it's a it's it's like. Yeah, it is a different thing, but you don't you don't mean it as in hey, I'm just saying it's a different thing. You mean it as ah, it's not as good. Ah, that's and so that was my only issue. Is he is he the biggest star they've ever signed? Absolutely. Will he make the biggest impact they've ever had? Absolutely. Does he make an impact that is only comparable to the John Cena's and the Rocks and a prime Hulk Hogan and prime Ric Flair? Yes. I, I'm just saying that, like, and I appreciate the apology, but at the same time, let's not act like most of us, not not you, not not even me, not not Napper, us diehards different. I knew him in Ring of Honor. But uh, most of those people fell in love with you, and, and that brother was crying because... You know, we loved you because we felt like you stood for something in the WWE and made the product better. And and so let's not act like that wasn't a part of who you are. That's all I'm saying. That, that's it. That's that's all. You know, that's where the best in the world moniker, you know, all that kind of comes from. That's what we all. That's what we all kind of know. 
and so that's that's my only point. I'm not trying to cheapen this moment. I'm not trying to say, you know, boo to this moment. It was incredible, and it's one of the top five returns, debuts of all time. As far as is it the biggest pop, there's only two I can think that even compare, and I don't know if it's bigger or smaller than those. The Rock coming back to be the host at WrestleMania, when that was first announced, that was huge. When he came out that was promo huge. on Cena. And Triple H in 2002 after his year-long away. Oh, after he tore his quad. Yeah, that, mm. those that's the that only was one that huge. I can ever think that it's bigger. That that's and I think it's. I don't know. It's if, I don't know if it is. I think you have to factor in the amount of people in the building. But it's it, yeah. It, the, those are the only two pops so that I go that that's in the same ballpark. So I'm going to call it a top three pop of all time, uh, and might be number one. Uh, just incredible. Uh, he will face Darby Allen all out. That is, and talk about a dream match right off the bat. I, I mean, that's that's getting it started. Uh, I look it's kind forward. of a death wish, though. I <laughs> to have your first match against Darby. Well, I is think, it or I, is it the? I other mean, way it depends around. what kind of match are we having because it matters. As a lover of of nostalgia, though, I'm almost looking forward to the inevitable physical exchange with Sting. Yeah, as much just I, because it's a. Two faces of a generation, sort of deal. It's it's a cool. So that's the only old, that's the only old guy CM Punk wrestles this whole time. You could tell from his promo, he's not there to revisit old feuds with like Chris Jericho or something. He wants he to kind of said that though. He said no, he's he said, got a lot of he's got a lot of things to talk about in the back or whatever. But yeah, it's him and Colt Cabana need to have a feud. That's important. They weren't getting along for a while. That's a story. Like he's got a lot going on. Jeez. Sting and CM Punk is huge because it never happened. Yeah. Um, maybe even CM Punk and John Moxley is huge because I don't remember. It's, like, it's, it, if it happened, it's it was pre who it, it was shield. he became. Yeah. yeah. Shield. It, it was they started to deal with each other right as CM Punk was almost out the door. Yeah, yep. it, because if you remember, it was CM Punk that was in the ring with the Shield when Jake Roberts popped in mm-hmm. old school Raw. So they kind of dealt with each other. I think they were working each other on some house shows, and they might have did a Raw before that Rumble, where of course he gets eliminated and says, "I'll see you." Uh, but yeah, so that would be incredible because even that Dean Ambrose was not what what, what Dean Ambrose would become, and now what John Moxley is again, and so CM Punk and, John, and Jungle Boy and MJF. There's nothing. Like, there's so. I mean, many I know. Stories. I know you said Sting's the only old one, but I wouldn't mind seeing Sting and Christian. I think that. Well, would, I mean, no, not I Sting and Christian. Sting and Christian. Punk. I'd like to see that again, CM Punk and Christian. But I mean. Because, I mean, Sting's that was still, old ECW I mean, that's days. still almost 10 years, though. Like, Christian's not even old. He was just hurt. Oh, he's like, older. Sting's, he's older, yeah, but, like, Sting is what he's you consider. Like 40. And that's, I mean, like, 80 and, in wrestling And then years. when you break it down, is Sting even really old? Like, if Ric Flair's about to get back in the ring, like, doesn't that count as old? Well, like, they're old. I'm, they're I'm just trying. not very smart. Oh, it's it's <laughs> decrepit. It's, it, look, look, make no mistake about it. It is, as much as I enjoy it, if, if the fact that Sting is wrestling again is stupid, the fact that Ric Flair wants to wrestle again is stupid. <laughs> like I, I can again, I think I'm fair on this show for the most part about saying, as a fan, if Ric Flair wrestles again, fine, I'll buy it. But as someone that is a and that's as a fan of Ric Flair, as a fan of Richard the individual, and as trying to be an analyst, you don't need to. I know that. But as a mark, I go if Ric Flair wants to wrestle, he's a Ric Flair. Anywho, my point being. Is that yeah, Sting is old. Uh, 
62 years old is old to be in there. And plus, if he was just 62 and relatively healthy and all that, and he is, but with the neck injury, I go, you're dumb. You're an idiot. <laughs> it, but but I feel the same. I feel the same way about the Undertaker and Goldberg. Do I want to see him wrestle? Hell yes. Do I go? You lovable idiots. Yeah, because that's it's stupid. Isn't it weird that the only person that's gonna be able to pull that off probably never will? Like, because The Rock's generally healthy. He's yeah. not taking bumps all the time. So, like, if he wanted to at 67, he'd probably, he probably do could. just well, fine. He'd probably still the, the ring. same, he'd look too. the same. His bump He's card already is, bald, so. Might as well call his bump card clear. Yeah, I mean, it's been damn near 20 years yeah, anyway. He only had a full eight years before he left. Yeah, anyway. so, like, his body is He's never really had healthy. facial hair. He's always been bald. Yeah, so, none just, of that's going to turn he gray. Just bigger. Like, could you imagine seeing The Rock standing across the ring from Brock Lesnar? The Rock's 75, Brock Lesnar's 60. <laughs> he would be that picture of Vince in that one magazine where he's just jacked. Look, here's, hey, it could happen. I'll tell you why. Because someday The Rock won't be a Hollywood commodity anymore. And here comes John Cena at 65. They're all jacked and stupid but, and crazy but, for 60-year-olds. But John Cena will be bald because he's going bald. <laughs> Uh, he looks great, but he's going bald. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, that bald spot right here, brother, is, is Shawn Michaels-esque. I don't yeah, get man, that. just call it, man. Just and, call it. He look, look pretty badass with a bald head. Well, I'm, I can't, I'm curious to see how he I can't. Look. I can't picture John Cena with a bald head. I know in 10 years we'll get that. but cause, I mean, you can't do the Hulk the same, thing. It was the same way with Stone Cold. Like You couldn't really picture him bald until he did it, yeah. and then you're like, yeah, oh, like, my God. Like, this is the look. The, what? <laughs> Vince goes, we have new merchandise to sell, pal. <laughs> Never give up except for your hairline. Cena's going right. to do like the little ponytail in the back. We'll see. Maybe we'll for see. a role. That, that, he would definitely do it if it was required for a part in a movie. Oh, Because John Cena, I think John Cena loves that nonsense more than The Rock does. Yeah. Like, I think he loves nonsense. Don't we all? <laughs> but still, like... Some of the stuff people be doing. Well, uh, check out his new friend vac- movie, Vacation Friends, which I hear is pretty. Vacation Friends? Yeah, it's on Hulu this Friday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Which one? Cena or The Rock? Cena. Oh, cool. I'm not promoting anything. I don't know. It was in the middle of a I'm conversation. I'm not promoting anything Dwayne I had does. To, damn I it. had to be sure. I had to be sure. Are you talking to me? You, you can be sure. That's I don't true. even know anything he's doing Do you see the Suicide Squad? Huh? That was a great movie. John Cena did a great job in that movie and really didn't care that he was out in his tidy whities on an island in front of billions of people. I mean, people. if they like, paid me cares? as much as they paid him, I probably wouldn't either. Well, no, I wouldn't either, I'll, but not I'll everybody's. I'd for free, to be honest with you. If, if, I'd be like, what's up, ladies? I mean, if they pay me in, like, I don't know, food, maybe. Yeah, I don't, look, I don't care. I don't care if I me, got that's pe- fine. I don't care if I got pizza sauce going down my chest, whatever. <laughs> uh, I might care about that. <laughs> I Look, mean, we don't have to watch it, but he should probably make some money off of it. That's but, only fair. But anywho, back to CM Punk. Which oh, good. This has devolved suddenly yeah, what into happened? The Rock and, and John Cena. Hey, I, 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 I gave it up to you guys. Oh, yeah, we were talking about in 20 years that these would be like the five dudes still wrestling. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see John Cena still around on a part-time deal. I, just, I wouldn't either. Gonna, I think John Cena is, in terms of schedule, he is, he is now The Undertaker. It's going to be, he'll pop in here and there, and it'll be for a long, long time. Twice a year, at least. Yeah, he'll pop in here and there for a long, long time, as long as he can. Anywho, uh, by the way, Napper, I was thinking, who 
Who's your all-time favorite wrestler? Taker. Taker. I like it, my brother. I like it. You know, because we have established my love for Taker and your love for Jericho. We've never talked about his love for Because he doesn't he's have an opinion so, about anything. He's so switchable. What? He's so switchable. It's between Taker and Cena. Oh, see, now he now, can't now even decide. Tied. <laughs> 30, 10 seconds ago, he was, oh, it's Undertaker for sure. Now, it's but got, now it's, it's, no, see, and that's the problem. See, I think he, he never picked just one. I picked like five. See, I picked <laughs> one. Am I fans of a multitude of professional wrestlers? Of course I am. I love professional wrestling. But I picked one. Chris Jericho. He's the best. The GOAT. Well, he if was you at will. one point, wasn't he? Ouch, that's egregious. All kidding aside, it probably is John Cena. Because <laughs> I own more of the gear. John Cena. See, I, but I, see, I, I, I have to disagree with you. I think it's The Undertaker because that was the first name you said. I agree. So I that's think he's just being facetious. Yeah. I am being facetious. <laughs> I, I, I think it's The Undertaker. And he said it with no hesitation, too. Yeah. So I think The Undertaker gun to head is it. But he's he's kind of like me. You know, I have that top five guys that I just, I'll salivate over and essentially do inappropriate things. Um, but not literally, but I'm saying it fits the whole, that's what someone would say about me. You know what I'm saying online? Uh, yes, I, I know. I, I, nor, get, nor I, get, I get that reference. Yeah. I got to do a Captain America line. Look yeah. at me go. So that's, I'm saying Shut that's up. what people you would say. You put your American's ass back in that chair. I'm saying that's what people <laughs> would say about me for about five, six guys on this show. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would yeah. say so. And so I, I understand that, but gun to head, it's got to be The Undertaker. And I was, I, I, was, I was thinking last night. I was like, you know, we've never talked about Travis's favorite wrestler like all time. It's because McCarthy doesn't care. I so can't he, air. But it's, not, but it's not McCarthy's show. He's always mean to me. I'm not mean. He's in the Bruce Cruz podcast. All the time. He's in the turnbuckle. We're not bringing pro wrestling to your ears. We're bringing opinions to your ears. See? There's a difference. now? <laughs> all right. It doesn't have the same ring, though. No, it really doesn't. And technically, we're not the only one that does that. So See, you can't say that. Yeah, but we do it better. That's fair. We do it better. We do. Oh, bar none. Come Did on. Did you get that reference? Come on, Maybe. Come on. Come on. No, didn't get it. All right, anywho. So, so when do we get CM Punk versus Kenny Omega? Because, like, that's got to happen. Uh, revolution. Think so? I think January? you have to. I'd say wait yeah. a little while. You have to wait. Like, cause you can tell CM Punk's didn't even like, cause if CM Punk wanted to wrestle Kenny, like right off rip, he just said it. He's got it's the CM, pool. Because it's CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, whether pool. it would happen or not, I mean, well, I mean he could Tony Khan ring, doesn't and... always sacrifice story. Like, yeah, he had to, he had to pull a 360, 180 you, when you. Adam Hangman Page went on paternity leave. Like, what are you gonna do? He didn't. He didn't have a choice. That wasn't Tony Khan's call. He had to make a call because he allows his talent to take paternity leave. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Mr. McCarthy, I know we're getting close to that time that you had to go do other things. That makes me so sad. Let's keep going until uh, later. Uh, it's fine. All right, uh, Roman Reigns. Let's talk SummerSlam now. Uh, any final thoughts on CM Punk for now? Uh, obviously, it's going to be a theme throughout the rest of these shows. Only thought I have left is actually not even really about CM Punk, but it's about that fan that's circulating over the internet. Yeah. The one that cried. Yeah, what a dude. Screw everyone that's making fun of that guy. Amen. Um, they can jump off the tallest bridge and no parachute. Yeah, like, yeah. have you Screw ever... you. I always wonder about people that talk about that. Like, that's emotion. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, this dude, this dude, you want to know the first movie I cried in? 
Zombieland. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, really. Because Jason was born that year. That movie was awesome. Woody Harrelson. I hate zombies because they killed my dog. I hate zombies because they killed my dog. I'm going to kill them all because they killed my dog. Oh, no. I was just kidding. I killed my... They killed my son. Waterworks. It was, it was, Look, I lost it. Look, I and may, it's been like that ever since. I may, I make no bones about the fact that there is no shame in crying over professional wrestling. When the streak died, I cried. I had a rough night. When WrestleMania 33, when we thought it was over, I cried again. I don't care. Yeah, like, and I, just because it's pro wrestling, like I, th- I think that's a why a big section of the terrible internet is giving this dude a hard time because it's pro wrestling. Well, they can but like, But come on. Like, feel emotion about something. Like, aren't you passionate about something? Like, if you're not passionate about something, sorry about your luck. Why don't you leave this dude alone? Find something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Like, why are you... Words of James Storms, it's actually sorry about your damn luck. That's yes, fair. Like, no, I, I made no bones about the fact. There was two moments I genuinely cried. When John Cena just returned to Money in the Bank, I got so excited it brought tears to my eyes. When I say I cried, no. But it's called feeling emotion and passion for what you love and the people you love. Because this is different than any sport. This is different than any show. They're characters, but we feel such a strong connection to them because they're characters and they're not at the same time. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's such an odd thing. Oh, also, screw unlocking the cage on Sirius XM because they hire idiots to run that show because the guy that ran it the other day, badmouth wrestling fans for believing in CM Punk and believing CM Punk could be a professional wrestler and we're dumb because he's apparently a shitty MMA fighter and so that's supposed to matter to us now well, because he can't fight. And, he uh, came from pro wrestling. There's only one. There's only one. 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 And that's Brock Lesnar. Even Ken Shamrock was affected when it came to mixed martial arts after being a pro wrestler. And Ken Shamrock is right up here with Royce Gracie as the greatest of all time. Because if you recall, if you recall, Ken Shamrock was beating dudes up when there were no weight classes. There were like no rules whatsoever. Ken Shamrock was legit. Yeah. But even he was affected trying to make that transition even after all those years in MMA. That affected his fighting ability. Plus, CM Punk never had any experience to begin with to make that jump. And not everybody gets it when I say this. When you go from trying to look like you're killing each other to trying to kill each other, that's a different switch. Not everybody's got that switch. There's a huge difference. Yes, you can do things in both MMA and pro wrestling, but to really do it and really be elite, it's two different switches. It's like asking a pro wrestler to go out and catch, you know, a football. Like it's, they have a different switch. It's totally different. And, 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 and in the case, and in the case of CM Punk, he uh, started at the tail end of what would be his athletic prime. You know, if he'd have started, you know, 20 years earlier, you know, he'd already spent 15 years in wrestling, getting your body beat up. Look, uh, you know, he went and I guess fell on his face. Oh, well, he went out and he lived the dream and he tried. And but fear kills more dreams. It was just funny because he, he said, like, just because CM Punk lost two fights, 
it's it's dumb to believe that he's a he's a fighter now. So we, we're dumb for believing. Well, well, I don't think let me, let me correct you. A fighter. Let me correct you. What? So yes, technically he lost two fights. Yeah. However, the opponent he wrestled the second time, I think it was one of his wins is technic. One of his losses is technically a win because the person he wrestled they tested his blood sample and he had to not win that. So he's technically one and one expert on what podcast are we complaining about? Unlocking the cage, unlocking the cage expert on unlocking the cage. Technically he's 500 bro. So mm, put that in your pipe and smoke it. You jerk. Well, look, I have, I just had to laugh because I tweeted and I actually made it on the show. I only say, you jerk to what's this show again? It's Unlocking the Cage, and the guy's name is R.J. Clifford. R.J. Clifford on Unlocking the Cage. You pretentious jerk. Pretentious jerk. Like, do I call, like, do I go over here like, oh, this this ballet fan is ridiculous, or this dance fan is stupid. How can you get into that? I don't care what you like. What you like doesn't affect me. But you know what, RJ, whatever your name is, you affect me because you and people like you that have put a dark cloud over pro wrestling for absolutely no reason whatsoever. What, because you don't like it? He doesn't even watch it. See? Like, how can you even say, like, Oh, I don't like this. See, now there's things that I can say. I can say, soccer is more entertaining live than on TV. Same with hockey. It is more entertaining live on TV. Yeah. Pro wrestling is different. Baseball, even. Baseball's more... (laughs) Baseball's better live. Watch it now. Well, that's what I meant. I I meant the other way. Oh, you meant the other way. Yeah, like, but you in pro wrestling, if you go to a show and you're not, oh, this is stupid, let yourself get sucked in, RJ, whatever your name is, go to a show. And you will feel something from a live sporting event that you have never felt in your life. It's different. I can't even describe what it's like, but it sucks you in like nothing else if you let it. Well, I look at it this way. I'm not a UFC fan. I'm not an MMA fan. I don't watch it. I don't get a thrill from it. I'll, I will watch. I'll pretty much watch Brock Lesnar when when he's fighting because you know I'm such a Lesnar fan. Other than that, I'm not an MMA fan. Doesn't do a whole lot for me. Like I'll pay sixty bucks and might watch a guy get knocked out in a minute and a half. Then I just. Well, then you have the other way around where they're just not really trying to win yeah, for the entire they're, fight. They're, like they're playing not to lose. Yeah, and they're, I playing, hate that. they're playing Jim Trussell ball in the cage. Uh, if it makes sense, it, yes. you know, it, it's and so I'm just not, but I don't talk crap about MMA. The only the only negative comment I've ever made on uh, MMA on this show is Conor McGregor pretty much stole his gimmick from professional wrestling. Oh, for sure. Doesn't mean that he's not a great athlete. Doesn't mean he's not an incredible fighter. Who can he, be the bigger heel, Conor McGregor or Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon, because Conor McGregor is just a loud mouth that has no real power. That's fair. And people already don't like him. I mean, yeah. they don't like him because he's a terrible person, not because he's a good heel. There's a difference. There is a distinct difference. Who, Connor? Yes. Oh, okay. What do you I mean? I mean, you're both in label as a terrible person, so I didn't know who you were talking about. That's fair. Well, in, in a lot of ways, but Connor McGregor ain't done squat with the Make a Wish Foundation. So yeah, see, is, Vince is trying to balance the scales. Yeah. It, might, like, it might still teeter a little bit closer on, to John, terrible. Come on, more today. Come on. He's like, well, I did pay off Jimmy Snooker. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's balancing, getting some red out of his ledger. So I... I, I 
But yeah, just it's if okay. if, you, <laughs> uh, if you don't like professional wrestling or sports entertainment, that's your business. But I can promise you this much. Modern day MMA is pretty much stealing a bunch of old school pro wrestling tactics. How they sell fights and everything. That's everything they do outside of the actual fight is the same damn thing that Vince McMahon and other promoters were doing for decades. They're it's just doing it a little better. Been that way since Ali. Yeah. When he was heel, he wasn't really that way. He just said it to get you to pay to see him get punched in the face. It's called business. Yeah, he turned and himself marketing. Up yeah, he turned it's, it, it, and Tyson didn't really bite off the ear. Now that's prop. egregious. But even Tyson, that was but that even, was. But even Tyson understood and played into you know. It was a gimmick deer. It's fine. It on a, like honest to God, who says I'm going to eat his children? Unless you're trying to play into the pro, mm-hmm. like he even got involved in pro wrestling and then it's all the famer technically. Like, no, people don't understand that boxing, MMA, all of that is the way it ever became popular is by ripping off professional wrestling in terms of what they do to sell the fight. I'm not comparing the two athletically, though I think wrestlers are greater athletes. But I, I know that's a different debate for a different time. But it's it's a matter of all they look, Floyd Mayweather is ripping off WWE, ripping off AEW, ripping off any company you can think about because they're marketing themselves. Because... No one before wrestling ever cared about marketing yourself. I mean, and let's just call a spade a spade. All our politicians do it. Yeah. It's pro. <laughs> yep. It's pro. What? Seriously, Especially watch a wrestling last, like three years. Watch yeah. a wrestling promo for and then watch a politician talk for five minutes. It's it's the same damn. It's, well, it's pretty much the same. You know what to say if if well watch it. I'm sorry. Watch a heel pro wrestling promo because baby faces are all over the place. Well, you never uh, know what you know town they're going to be cheering for next pro, pro wrestling are the, the, we're the it's the founders of the of the i want to you know a quick headline culture it's the founder of here's what he it might be, have a whole paragraph but here's the line that matters yep. to the world anyway unfortunately that's how things get spun the wrong way as well like that was one line in the whole paragraph let's, let's read the whole thing please. Uh, let's let's pay attention all right with that uh <clears throat> how long can you go mr mccurley a little bit longer it's fun okay all right uh, Roman Reigns defeated John Cena at SummerSlam to retain the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar did return. For now, let's talk about the match between Cena and Roman. What were your thoughts on the match, Mr. McCarthy? And then, do you think that John Cena ever gets 17? Because he's been there for a long, long time. So, with the match itself, that was amazing. Like, the storytelling was perfect. And John Cena played into everything. He took that comment of, yeah, you do this, you do that, you do this, but all I need is one, two, three, and he based his match around it, and it was a good match. It was like watching Rey Mysterio when he was trying to win the world title for the first time and keeping the world title for the first time, rolling people up for victories. That's what John Cena, John Cena was doing to try to beat Roman Reigns. That speaks volumes of how much John Cena wanted to make sure that, yes, he could go away and Romans could take the ball and run with it. You don't, because, I mean, John Cena would run, run people over or get run over by Brock. There was, like, not really an in-between. Like, I mean, yeah, he got that quick tombstone and unplanned match from Undertaker, and he lost the Firefly Funhouse, but... Like a lot of the times, like, are we still even sure that was a match? I don't know. In folklore, it is. But aside from Brock Lesnar and Undertaker, I think the only one to really give John a run for his money in the professionalism and talent department 
was Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Now, is Daniel Bryan a better pure wrestler than John Cena? Sure, sure he is. Of course he is. There's a lot of dudes that are. John Cena was never the pure wrestler. He can do it, but he's been living off the bodybuilder gimmick for so long and it works. He can get down and do it when he has to, but that's not how you build matches. John Cena doesn't need to be doing that stuff unless he's wrestling a Daniel Bryan. Like It doesn't make sense. The things he did against Roman is exactly what you would try to do when you've been gone for three years and trying to take someone's title that's on the run of his life. So that, that the match was perfect. And I don't know. I don't think he will. You would think if John Cena wanted 17, he would have had it already. He's always said that he, so, he doesn't really want to break that's, it. Because, that's, and that's what I'm yeah. leaning to. I don't, I don't think he wants to. He wants to beat Ric Flair's record. I think he's such a company guy. He tied it. I don't think he wanted that either. What about you, Mr. Napper? Thoughts on the match? And will John Cena ever get world championship number 17? Uh, as far as the match goes, there's not much that I can really say that Jason didn't already. I love the way they planned that match from start to finish. I agree. That is the way you do it. And especially with the way the promos were going, that's the way you had to do it. Because he, you know, he was trying to embarrass Roman to get to that 17th championship. I'm not just going to beat you. I'm going to make everybody think. I'm going to make you a tagline. I'm going to make you the headline in a question. Who did I beat to get that 17 championship? I'm going to embarrass you. And how do you do that? Win in a roll-up. So what did he do? Every chance he got, roll-up, roll-up, roll-up. And it was it was really well done. And, and it... It works with Roman, too, because that's the pace of match that Roman's been having. It's just been slow, methodical matches because that's the way it used to be. We took our time. We let the match develop. We didn't just rush into this and kind of let the story build. No, don't I know it, brother. So it it was nice. Excuse me. As far as getting the 17... I actually say yes. Um, I understand what you're saying. At the same time, you also alluded to something else, though. He's a company guy. If Vince wants him to break the record, I think at some point he's going to do it because Vince asked him to. Maybe, but... It's not definite, but I, I feel like he would do it if Vince asked him to do it. And if Rick gave his blessing to do it. I still don't know. I think that John Cena's no holds more weight now more than ever. Fair. Because he's expanded out of Vince's umbrella. Like, Vince isn't the only one that can pay John Cena millions of dollars. It's one thing when you can't get million-dollar contracts like that every day. Like, not every pro wrestler will ever be on the John Cena or Rock level either as far as wrestling merch and popularity-wise goes or Hollywood and popularity goes. Like, not everybody's built for it. It's crazy that we talk about two pro wrestlers or two of the biggest Hollywood stars right now. Like, that's crazy. Well, you, you well, said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, if, you, if you just said that 20 years ago, everybody would have laughed. 
Because there wasn't even, I mean, there wasn't even one. Because, I mean, Roddy Piper was in May Live, but what else was he in? Mm. He wasn't a star. He was good in it, but it didn't get him anywhere. Of course, it did lead to the cripple fight on South Park. (laughs) Hulk Hogan did just okay. You know, he did. Yeah, he, just Hollywood did didn't really fit. He just did okay. He made a lot of movies. Yeah, like but he just did it okay. Just wasn't, it wasn't, they were terrible. Yeah. He just did. It's well, a different thing to make, I, I, all, make a bunch of movies, well, but I, let's make them good. Well, what I mean by just okay is in terms of notoriety, like people paid attention because it was Hulk Hogan. No Holds Bar did okay. Yeah. It was, they did okay because he's Hulk Hogan, not, wow, he's really a good actor too. Exactly. Now we actually have it. It's crazy. Right. And, and so I, my thoughts on the match of this, I was, number one, I was so pleasantly surprised at, at, at just how much John Cena still has in the tank. While I would certainly say that this match showed two things. Number one, he still has it. Number two, he has lost some of it. It's a weird, weird combo. He's a little tired. You yeah. don't usually see John Cena yeah. sweat. He was yeah. sweating out there. He was, uh, he he's looked extremely tired this entire run to me because uh, he's flying across the country. Most he days. just left once as yeah. soon as he could. He flew here after shooting like Suicide yeah. Squad or whatever, so, and he's got to do something. I think so, starting Friday. Well, I saw him. In, I saw him in Detroit uh, on August first after my Cleveland debacle that I'll tell you about sometime. And that next day, within 24 hours less than, he was back in Hollywood, California for the Suicide Squad premiere. So he, he lo- he's looked very tired this entire run, and I think all that has played a factor. Uh, again, just an incredible match, incredible story. I, I selfishly wanted Cena to win because I thought, Cena win, Big E cash in, then we can have Roman chase Big E for a little while and can still do anything you want to do with Lesnar or The Rock. Uh, I just selfishly, I, I wanted it because, again, are you running out of time to get 17? I think so. Do I think he gets 17? Yeah, somehow or another. I don't think he wants it. But I think Vince is going to go, look, we're, we're going to put it on you. And is he really going to say no to Vince McMahon? I doubt it. I, I, mm. I truly doubt it because he's one of those guys that are caught in Vince's vortex. He's one of those Undertaker, Mark Henry, Big Show kind of guys that you're kind of caught in it. Where and I know that Mark Henry and Big Show have now left, so I guess they're out now. But I'm talking about suddenly you meet with him and you go, I guess I'm. Turns out he just signed a five year deal. I don't know, but John Cena's getting surrounded by vortexes at this point because not every like yeah, there's responsibilities as a, a headlining actor to go go to those things. But John Cena's the one that's going to go to those events. And these people know it if they've done history on it. Anything John Cena has ever done outside of the ring, he's going to go to those events. He's going to have a great time doing it. He's not going to complain, and he's it's the event's going to be all the better for it. Yeah. Uh, and now he's going to get as Hollywood starts to see that more and more with the more premieres he does in a short period of time. There's going to be a lot of people with that vortex that Vince had. This isn't. I swear, this isn't my bias kicking in. I think John Cena cares more about the WWE than the Rock. Oh, that's fair. Uh, and, you know, he it, was there. He spent so much more time. It's you know, next year will be twenty years and.